Home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here, I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. Welcome to Heart of the Home. We have been following the renovation process of one of our team members, Kelton, as he tackles a remodel of a home that really needed a big facelift. Today, we're checking in with him to see how his project is coming along. The Heart of the Home continues in just a moment. Hey there, popping in here to remind you our vintage artwork collection, it's now available on Stag Design Shop. These are carefully curated pieces that will bring soul into your home while pairing perfectly with our existing pillows and accessories. Just go to stagdesignshop.com to purchase. That's stag with two G's, of course. Hi, Kelton. Hello. I just love when you're here. I know. I love it, too. And you're dressed for fall today. I am. You know, I am embracing that summer is over (laughs) and it is time for all things pumpkin, all things cool. He's donning plaid today. Yes. I know. I love this season, too. And you were mentioning in our design team meeting this morning that there's something from Trader Joe's everyone needs to try. Uh, Yeah. Um, If you've never purchased a Kringle at Trader Joe's, you need to. This is like one of your top life mistakes. <laughs> I've um, never tried one before. And <laughs> I've I've tried most everything I feel like at Trader Joe's. Yeah. But not this. So they have them you round. They have different flavors. I think they're like base level one is an almond is the flavor. But it's basically if you've never had one, it's a large Danish that's round um, with the middle cut out. But it's a pastry. But they have a pumpkin one. And it's good. It's good. I, I, I can't even come up with all the words because it's just delicious. Kelton is our resident expert on treats. Yeah, I'm, I'm realizing this is the second time I've joined you on the podcast where we have started out talking about food. <laughs> we started out talking about food, but for good reason, because you know your stuff when it comes to treats. So that's that your job, listeners, is to go out and get a pumpkin Kringle from Trader Joe's. Yeah, that glass of milk or whatever beverage you want. Would probably be really good. Like some. Do you want it warm? No, I not don't. Really? I don't want warm. Oh, no. the Kringle. No, not the milk. Oh, I was like, <laughs> Jen, why are we warming the milk? <laughs> no, not the milk. The Kringle. Do you yes, warm yes, the yes. Kringle? I mean, I ate a piece cold this morning, and it was just and it was fine. delicious. But that like five seconds in the microwave would make a difference. Oh, a little bit more it's enjoyable. Delish. Okay, uh, let's talk about your house. Yeah. So. It's been a long, twisty, windy road, and we're at the end. And there have been some tears. We're at the oh, so many and tears, some blood. So ma- there was blood, tears, yes. and blood. Lots of sweat. You yeah, know, well, we'll just get all the bodily fluids out of the way. I feel like you've been and pee. Remember, there yes. was yeah, not human, not human pee. There no, was a but lot there of was dog urine there was leftover involved. dog urine that Ugh. had to be reconciled with. So first, let's just give people a little recap in case they haven't been following along uh, with this. But you bought a house that needed a lot of love. It was really beat up and it had potential. It had potential. The bones, I mean, as soon as I walked in and before I bought it, you came over too. Mm -hmm. And the bones were there. Yeah. It had a... Really good floor plan, open concept. Beautiful vaulted ceilings. Mm-hmm. 
And so it had tons of potential, but it, you know, was stuck in 1999 in terms of lots of the design decisions and, you know, just the way things were in that house. And then it had also, as we mentioned, had a lot of damage from some pets that had more than made this home. They had, you know, they were comfortable they were to do whatever wild. they wanted. <laughs> they were yeah. running free in the house with that with very little control or supervision. Yeah. So it's been a long process and this has pretty much been a gut, though you have been doing it in phases. So mm-hmm. one of the reasons I think it's so valuable to talk to you about this remodel and this renovation is because it wasn't a huge you didn't have like this unlimited budget to do whatever you wanted with the project. I mean, I had a number in mind that I knew I could afford to spend. And in terms of renovating an entire house, it was a very modest number. Yeah. You know, I mean, people can easily spend upwards of, you know, 50 or a hundred thousand dollars to remodel a house. And that's could even be a conservative estimate. That's a conservative estimate for sure. Yeah. And I had a fraction of that, Mm -hmm. but We've done things to lay the framework to do more in the future mm-hmm. and to really get, I think, the biggest bang for my buck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, uh, you know, when when you were talking about this project, we really talked about how you really needed to get a good, clean slate. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of those design details with the plan in mind, the long-term plan in mind, you could add those later. Exactly. Like later, like the wood molding. We've, mm-hmm. we've laid out some some plans for some wood detailing mm-hmm. that you're going to do later. Yes. Um, some beams on the ceiling yeah. that you're going to do later. Yeah. And the kitchen is probably the biggest one that you are leaving yes. to do later. Yes. Because right now it's it's functional, but it is dated. It's one of those things that, you know, is still stuck in, you know, a, a different time. It's more stuck in, I'd say, like 2005. Oh, yeah. It looks like it has had an update at some point, but... It's got like it's that not, honey oak cabinet. Yeah. And travertine tile, which, uh-huh. you know, there was a... It had a big moment in Utah. Yeah. Travertine did. I don't know if it, that was a nationwide trend or not, but, you know... Travertine. In Utah, people really <laughs> they embraced it. loved the travertine. It, yeah. You can walk in a lot of houses where you're going to find travertine still. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, my dream would be to replace that with a really nice sleek tile, mm-hmm. some, you know, all white cabinetry, some quartz countertop. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I think about at night when I'm, you know, drifting off to sleep. But right now it's functional. It's got all we'll the appliances there. and, you know, it's fine. Yeah, we'll get there with it for yeah. sure. But the things that you've done, I feel like have been really smart. We've chosen pieces and tiles and materials that are that do have longevity that mm-hmm. are going to last for a really long yes. time. Have that timeless sense to them. Yes. And one of the biggest things you did was completely gut the master bathroom. Yes. That was a room that you walked in and were transported back in time again. It had, you know, a really low-profile garden tub mm-hmm. that, um, I mean, needed a deep cleaning to begin with. Ugh. But also, it just, the style was, you just looked at it and thought, no, I didn't, know. And then it just had, like, builder-grade linoleum. It had builder-grade, you know, oak cabinet, builder-grade mirror that was just sort of, like, slapped on the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, you went in there and there was nothing inspiring. It mm-hmm. was just a place where you would 
go and take a shower and comb your hair and go on with your day. And I am a big believer in a bath as a form of self-care. And so I want a bathroom to be luxurious. <laughs> it should be a place you can go and relax. Not a place you go in and you're just like, oh, get me this out is of depressing. here. Yes. So that was on the top of my list of I'm going to gut this and I want to do it right. Yes. Um, because I think that is something that once you're living in a place, you don't want to gut your bathroom once it's you're living there. It's do. hard. You can do it and people do it all the time. But that was the one thing that I thought, I want this done when I move in, yes. this bathroom. And it's there. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. We found some really affordable porcelain tile that up close, you can tell it's not marble, but take like just one step back and the detail on it is gorgeous. Yes. The movement. Yeah. What's called it, movement, which is that marbling mm -hmm. pattern. It looks good. It does. It really does look like the real thing. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful. And we paired that with a really dark gray penny tile on the floor. And then we mm -hmm. brought some of that penny tile up into an accent in the niche on the wall. And it's just a beautiful room. And then a plain white shaker cabinet and a beautiful round mirror above the vanity. Mm -hmm. And then the vanity is, it's not real quartz, but it's a quartz lookalike. And it it also looks pretty good. Yeah. I had a friend reach out and ask where I had gotten this quartz. And surprise, it came from Home Depot. It's not quartz. And so those little things can really help if you're on a budget. Yeah. I think it's important to think, okay, what can I get that's readily accessible to me that is within my budget? Because oftentimes budget friendly is is the right decision. Mm -hmm. You don't have to spend the very most that you can on any given material. Yeah. And sometimes you need to remember to, you know, the space you're in. I'm not in a high-end home, you know. I'm in a mid-level house that if the time comes when I need to resale, buyers aren't necessarily looking for, you know, real marble and right. things like that. And so you could pump all this value into a place that you're not going to get back when you sell because mm -hmm. it just doesn't match the price point. Yeah, I think you've made really smart decisions so far. Yeah. So now that we've got people kind of caught up on where I am with the project, I do have some tips that I want to impart with people yes. that I think had I known from the outset would have helped me maybe cope, adjust my expectations. Cope emotionally maybe a little oh, bit more. So many emotions to cope with. <laughs> I feel like you've been in like, Every time I talk to you, you're like the highest of the high or oh, like the lowest Jen of the low. Jen has seen it all. And I'm surprised she even still wants <laughs> to be my friend after just the roller coaster of emotions she's had to witness. The only way out is through, Kelsey. The only way That's out what is we through. keep telling you. Yes, You'll absolutely. You'll this. And we're almost there. Okay. We're almost there. So what are your tips for people? So my tips, we touched on this a little bit, but you know, when you're setting that budget, you have to leave some wiggle room because... You know, anyone who's done any sort of project knows that things come up that you aren't expecting. Mm -hmm. And so if you are on a tight budget to begin with and you have this list of things you want and that puts you right at your max, you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. Have that wiggle room from the beginning. And then if at the end you've got some money left over, I don't know, take a trip, buy something for the backyard, <laughs> do something nice for yourself. But 
I can almost guarantee you're not going to have that excess at the end because stuff just always comes up. Something always comes up. You know, mm-hmm. when we were, oh my gosh, so many things came up when we were renovating our house. But one of the biggest ones is that we had so many squirrels in the attic yeah, and we couldn't get all of the squirrel debris out of the attic. And so we ended up having to knock down a portion of the ceiling mm-hmm. and then all the squirrel debris yeah. and the pine cones fell down. But that was something we weren't planning on doing, mm-hmm. right? Radon is something often people do yeah. not think about. Uh, if you're renovating an older house, mm-hmm. you got to check into your radon levels yep. and see if you need to replace your radon. Right. Mm -hmm. Sprinkler systems. That's another one. That is the curse I've been dealing with. Yeah. You know, I intended this first round to be inside only. Mm -hmm. And the sprinkling system has popped up with four different leaks now. (laughs) Um, And we're determining that whoever installed the sprinkling system used the wrong kind of glue. They used a glue that isn't meant to be used with PVC pipe and it's PVC pipe. And so my dad and I have had to dig up three different spots in the yard and that what we didn't plan on that money wise or time wise, Mm -hmm. but you have to do it in the moment, you know, when there's all of a sudden a spongy part of your lawn, you have to do something about it. You can't just ignore it and hope that it it will go away away because it's not going to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So just leave extra time in your budget Mm -hmm. in, you know, time and money, time and money in your budget and also Space in your heart, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in your emotional drain mm-hmm. for all of these problems that are going to come yeah. up. My other tip is research everything. And I had done a really good job about this, researching the materials I wanted to use even before I closed on the house. I had a running list of every product I needed to buy, how much I needed, you know, what different fittings or anything I needed. But I ended up buying one thing on a whim and it was my baseboards. And it's because the one I had planned to buy was out of stock. And I was in sort of a panic mode because I needed to get going on this project. So I bought a different baseboard. And it was it's just an MDF baseboard, but it has this enamel coating. And that has caused me so many problems because while it says it's good to paint on, the paint doesn't like to stick to it. And so... As we were going through and, you know, filling nail holes with caulking and stuff, the paint was literally just like scraping off. Oh, and my gosh. so I've had to touch this up. I know that now this is probably going to be a long-term project of mine, you know. Every spring, I'm going to go touch up the baseboards. And had I stuck to my plan and had I, you know, taken a step back and thought, okay, I'm not going to be installing these baseboards for, you know, four or five weeks. I can buy them later. I don't mm-hmm. need to just, you know, buy these because it's the only thing I think I can mm-hmm. get my hands on. And part of that was that when I was purchasing everything, we were in the early stages of the pandemic and everyone was in like home repair mode. Right. So right. lots of stuff was out of stock. And I don't think anyone really knew when stuff would come back in stock. So that's part of why I did it. But my advice would be stick to what you want. You know, if you have something that you want, Make sure you get it because you're putting in so much effort and time and money and you shouldn't compromise. Hold out for what you really want, mm-hmm. especially if it's something that's not easily changed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's the next one? My other tip that I wouldn't have necessarily thought about is shop around. 
big box stores aren't necessarily going to be your best price. price. My parents live in a small town a couple hours away from where I live, and um, I had to buy a couple doors for this house that were damaged. And my dad actually found a better price at the hometown hardware store where he lives than I could get at either of the big box stores here in the city where I live. And that was surprising to me. But if you're on a tight budget, you know, every penny adds up and counts. And so if you have the time, shop around a little bit and you might be surprised what you can find. Yeah. How would you prepare someone emotionally for taking on a renovation or a remodel? Because you were a first timer. Yeah. You know, you had bright eyes Mm -hmm. and bushy tail heading into this thing. The biggest thing I could tell someone is you need to have a reason for why you're doing whatever you're doing. A good, solid reason that you can fall back to when things get really difficult. Because for me, they did get difficult. You know, it all took a lot longer than I thought it would. And having that knowledge of why I was doing this helped me be able to push through and keep going. It's going to be worth it. You're in the home stretch now. And I'm at that point where I'm like, phew, okay. So what, good. where are it's you good. at right now? Right now, I am at the point I've scheduled a cleaner. She's coming next Saturday Yay! to, you know, give it a nice deep clean. And then I can start moving in. And it's great. Yeah. And then once you get in, I guarantee you'll get settled for the most part. And then you'll mm-hmm. be like, okay, I'm ready for the next project. Probably. Yeah, you will. I know. No, I already, and you know, we've talked about that too, where I set this up so that there are things that I'm already planning to do. And I did things in a way so that I did the things that had to be done at the beginning, like electrical and some structural stuff. I did that now so that at the end, it can be what I want it to be. And I'm not going to have to, you know, jump back in and do some of that you know, into the bones kind of work. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. I'm also just excited for you to feel this weight lifted. Oh, me too. Because depending on what time of day I talk to you, uh-huh. you were in the throes of despair or you were feeling great. Yeah. And, and part of yeah, uh, part of that is <laughs> I like to be an optimistic person. <laughs> but there were times when I was just not optimistic about anything. I know. But you're you're almost there. You're We're almost, almost there. there. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'd love to hear what you think or even what questions you may have for Kelton about his renovation and remodel. So give us a little shout out at podcast at stag-design.com. I'm Jennifer Stag, and you've been listening to The Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening.